What's up, everybody? <clears throat> Back to the Through Line Podcast with your host. My name is Jay. Boop, 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 boop. I was making up rap songs. So the other day, like, my son's friend and his sister and dad came by the house. Like, we've been doing, like, these, like, socially distant hangouts where people just stop by the house and you stand six to 20 feet away somewhere in there and they hang out and the kids like every now and then you see them get so excited they start running to their friend you're like hold on it's like so weird you want to just be like whatever go but you're just like don't just don't it's too many people are seriously affected that to be just an idiot about the whole thing and uh but i was like making up these rap songs for like my my friend uh my son's friend's sister like she's just sitting there she's in like third grade or something by the way third graders they just are like whatever bro fuck you i'm in third grade that's literally how they are they're just like i don't remember being in third grade and thinking i was a fucking baller but like my son's six and my daughter's four so i talk to them like i talk to like a six and a four year old so then when I'm talking to a third grader, I just expect that because they're a kid, they're going to be like chill and cool. No, this chick is like, yeah, what's up? I'm legit as fuck. I'm in third grade. I don't I don't mess with kindergartners. You're in kindergarten. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Kindergarten, you're just like, no, you're you're a kindergartner. Get out of here. I'm in third grade, dude. You know, do you realize I'm almost in fifth? Fifth grade, what a year that was. You remember your fifth grade? I do. We had... By the way, if you're just joining this podcast, jlarsoncomedy.com, jlarsoncomedy, Instagram, Twitter, Comedian J. Larson, Facebook, and then YouTube. And anyone who's out there sharing my special, I appreciate you. Anyone who shares any Instagram video I post, thank you. Anything you're doing to help by sharing, commenting, telling people about the podcast, you know, some people of you... You Instagram me when you're listening to the podcast or the special. That helps because then I repost it and people are like, oh, that's right. He's got stuff that we should be listening to. All that stuff helps. Anything you're doing in any capacity, I appreciate you. Fourth grade. Third grade, I had a teacher, Mrs. Driscoll. She got pregnant. We got to substitute the rest of the year. Miss Nelson. Miss Nelson comes in, and we were like, I don't know if we were making Father's Day cards. We were doing something Father's Day related. And I, I froze. I, my dad, like, I didn't, I had no idea what my dad was. Because we didn't see him. He didn't live with us. He never had lived with me. And I remember just, like, sitting there frozen in my chair. And she was a substitute, you know. She doesn't know, like, my story. I don't even know if my, who knows, whatever. And then, like, I could see, like, she panicked, and she goes, Jason, can you can you do me, can you run me an errand? And then, like, called me in the hallway, and she, like, almost started crying. She's like, I am so sorry. I, I didn't think. And, I, and then I started crying, and then she, like, gave me this big hug, and she's like, why don't you just go for a walk? And I was like, all right. <laughs> this is the weird thing. If you ever were a kid who didn't have a dad or a mom or someone who had died, adults just treated you different. You know what I mean? They just, I was like bros with my friend's dads. I was bros with teachers. 
I remember in middle school because I didn't, my dad wasn't around that I was a little tormented. You know, I was a little tormented. The vice principal of my middle school, I would just ditch class, go see him, and straight up kick it in his office. And he was like the coolest dude. And I would just sit there and I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to class, man. And he's like, what's up? And we would just sit and talk. And he just, it was almost like, he was like, yeah, this isn't important. But this is, like us talking. He would do stuff like that. And I remember being like, man, this is, I don't know. Even then, I just had this thing where I'd be like, yeah, no. I'm not going to do certain stuff. That's just the way it's going to be. Except fifth grade. I remember in fifth grade, Walk Like an Egyptian was a big song. And in music class, everyone had to walk like an Egyptian to the song, like get in the middle of a circle. And I was like, nah, man. I'm not walking like an Egyptian. That's just not happening. And my teacher was like, yeah, you are. Everyone's doing it. I'm like, oh, really? Because it's my constitutional right to choose. I have the right to choose. And I choose not to do it. That was my response. And she was like, okay. And they had the they just had those phones you picked up, went right to the principal's office. Mr. Grant came down. He's like, so you're not dancing? I'm like, I'll get in there. And I got in there and walked like an Egyptian. I hate it, though. It was so embarrassing. I felt so embarrassed to have to walk like an Egyptian. I was just like, this is so lame. But I've always kind of been that way. I hate Halloween. I don't like anything. Like, it's odd to me because my life has been, for 19 years now getting on stage to make people laugh, but I like doing it through things that I come up with, not because I'm fucking walking like an Egyptian. But then at the same time, like dudes that do crazy stuff and will act a fool like Eric Andre kill me. Like I laugh uncontrollably at them, but I, I just have a really hard time like uh, being a fool of myself. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying dressing up in costume is being a fool of yourself, but I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe this year I'll change, you know? Maybe this year I'll be like, you know what? Fucking remember the pandemic? Dress up for Halloween. Maybe I will. Neither my wife or I have ever done it with our kids. They don't really care. They always, they'll ask. And then we'll just be like, nah, man, that's what kids do, bro. I'm an adult. I'm not dressing up. By the way, if I yawn a lot today, I'm just exhausted. I've been up since 3 a.m. This is my second podcast. I've, I've written a ton. I've had two pots of coffee. I've had a Zoom call, and then I have more writing to do this afternoon for a deadline. I'm definitely going to bed by 8 o'clock tonight. I'm going to get into bed the same time my kids get in. Have you guys been crushing bedtime way earlier? Last night, I got into the covers. Excuse me, at 9.15. 9.15, bro. Now, I was watching Tiger King. Went for a bike ride last night. What am I? What am I, nine? Going for bike rides? Yeah, it's just a different time, you know? You're just like, oh, well, what can I do? I'm like, oh, well, the kids are going to, we let them watch a movie last night. I had just done the, done the dishes. I'm like, I'll go for a quick little 15-minute bike ride. Just go see what it's like. There's like down the hill from us, there's like a busy street, you know. It's like three lanes either side. And uh, there's like a lot of shops and restaurants. And I was like, let me just go see. And it's just so weird to see like no one out. No one. There was like two restaurants. Each had one car in front of them. And that was just like the the delivery driver. It's just so crazy. Um, You know, I thought it would be fun is to kind of like talk about some stuff because we can't be doing anything right now, 
I'm going to just tell some stories about like what we could be doing. And I wasn't going to tell this one, but I just thought of it. I had this, I've told this story before, I think. I used to, so I lived with my buddy Jordan in this house in Venice back in like early 2000s. And there was a back little guest house, right? And there was this kid who lived there who I hated. I hated this kid. Now, listen, he was a drug dealer, but, you know, it wasn't like he was just a normal kid who sold weed, right? He had like a camera outside. It was just, he was just weird because I used to live in this guest house before I lived in this other house. And I remember like one time I just went in there and he's like, he goes, you used to live here, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you like what I did with the place? Probably looks better than when you lived here. Like that's what, that's how we opened. Okay. So I didn't like this kid. He was annoying. He, he was rude. He'd always like just come over and like, you know, I think you need to have a little bit of uh, social awareness if people don't want you around. My social awareness is probably too high and I just assume people don't want me around. That's not what I'm saying. But listen, if you're coming over and people are like, all right, dude, and you're being a dick, just back away. So this one time, I'm having a party. My roommate's out of town. I, we have a bunch of people over. We're barbecuing. And we had the back patio of the house, and then we had like a front little grass area with a hammock. It was awesome. And my boy, T.O. Double, is working the grill, and he's a good cook, and he's got the grill under control. We're like making burgers and dogs for everybody. We have corn on the cob and stuff like that. And we got a little table for food prep next to us, right? Then you go, this is the patio. Everyone's hanging out. That kid's guest house is right there. Then you go up the steps into the kitchen where we have like a bar set up, like all the booze, doors open, music's playing. Everyone's having a good time. Summer, barbecue. This is the shit Will Smith talks about. This kid comes over, and I'm already like, I see him come around the corner. I'm like, oh, God damn it. And he's with a friend. And he comes over. He's like, hey, man. And I was like, hey, man. And I'm like just trying to be cool. And he's like, hey, so I brought over uh, some Jack. Jack Daniels. And I was like, cool, man. We, we, um, that's awesome, man. I appreciate it. There's a little bar right inside. You just want to put it there. And he puts it on the food table. And then he goes, and I brought over some Sprite. And I was like, cool, man. Yeah, like uh, we're just doing all the drinks are inside. And he puts that on the food table. And he pulls out a, a Coca-Cola. And he's like, and I, and I brought some Coke. And then he goes to put that on the table. And he drops and it fumbles. And it like starts spraying. And I, and I was, and I was, and I was in the process of being like, yeah, you can just put it next to her. And I go, and then I just go, or you can just go the fuck home. <laughs> I just said it like that. And my buddy who's working the grill, Todd, looks at me like, dude, what is what is your deal? And that kid like looked at me and his friends looking at me. And I'm like, I- I'm like, I- I'm-, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, yeah, dude, we're just, you, you shouldn't put the drinks inside, okay? And he's like, yeah. And he takes him, he goes inside. And he leaves. And my boy, I go, was that rude? My buddy goes, yeah, dude, what's your problem? I'm like, I just, I don't know. I fucking hate that kid. I go, I can't stand that kid. And he's like, well, chill out. He seems fine. He, he brought over Jack and, and mixers and it's a barbecue. And I was like, all right, you're right. I'll chill out. 15 minutes later, I'm out front by the hammock, hanging with some people. My boy Todd, who's working the grill, comes out. He's like, dude, what's up with that dude? You got to get him out of here. And I go, What happened? And he goes, I'll tell you what happened. He comes over. He's asking me, when, where's my corn? Where's my corn? I told him, like, listen, the corn's not ready. And he goes, he just keeps bothering me about the damn corn. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, so he finally, like, came over to me, like, the fourth time. was like, hey, where's that corn? And I just took a piece of corn off the grill. And I go, you want your fucking corn? And I threw it over the fence into another yard. And I go, there's your goddamn corn. 
And I was like, all right, man, you see what I'm talking about. And then I went and kicked the kid out. But barbecues. <laughs> I mean, I want to just have a barbecue so I can kick someone out. That's what you're missing right now. You miss, these are the things. You're probably sitting there like, I'm not really a barbecue person. Maybe you're not. But will you be now? Because you can't. You know, right now you can't be a barbecue person. You can't have a barbecue with outside people. You could barbecue like some people I know are like barbecuing and then they're like going out on their front lawn like they're putting a table in their driveway and everyone in the neighborhood is like eating out front so they can be around each other but they can't like, you know, be around each other. We never had a barbecue as a kid so like we never barbecued. We never had like cookouts or anything like that. But a cookout, dude, a barbecue, those are the best, man. Those are the best. Those are something I miss. I miss going to the park. You know, I was there was this infamous time, me and my, my best friend Dave as a kid, we were in eighth grade. And when you're in eighth grade, you can't do a lot of stuff. I mean, what can you do? You can go to a mall. Getting a text. You can go to a mall. You can go to a park. You can we used to like this is what we would do. I remember one time, this same group, I was dating this girl, he was dating this other girl, this this group we were in. We did like an AIDS walk in Boston. It's like a 20-mile walk, and we spent the whole day. So like our your parents would be cool, like, oh, they're going to go do an AIDS walk. And it's just all you, not that we didn't want to support the walk. We totally did. But you just wanted to be around the girl you were dating for a long time. And, you know, we weren't doing a lot from we kissing and stuff. It's not like we were doing a lot of stuff. So this one day, we go to this park. Town over from us had a lake, man-made lake. I don't know why I always shit on man-made lakes. I'm like, I don't know, it's a man-made lake. Like, it's not cool enough that it's not, it wasn't just there. You know what I mean? I bet it was really cool, the first man-made lake. They were like, check this out. You see this lake? They're like, dude, when did that get there? like, I made it, man. It's a man-made lake. Everyone probably thought that was badass. Now you look at a man-made lake, you're like, I don't know, doesn't there get a lot of flies around here because it's not used to being here? I don't know. Man-made lake. And my Aunt Rue used to get us, like, these swimming passes. There was a little beach, and you had to get, like, a yearly swimming pass. But, like, that's where we would go to go swimming in the man-made lake. My mom always used to like to float on her back. That was my mom's thing. It's the weirdest thing. You know, some people, like, oh, my dad loves to go swim to the buoy and back. My mom, float on her back. She'd crush it. She'd just go and float on her back for, like, an hour. People are like, is she all right? I'm like, I have no idea. I really don't know. She could be. She might be going through something mentally right now. I don't really know what's going on. And then you swim out to her and you'd be like, Mom. And you'd like, she'd be like, because like you like, it's like she, I think she'd fall asleep just like floating on her back. That was her thing. Then as we got older, we go to like water parks and they had the lazy river. That became her thing. She crushed the lazy river, dude. She'd literally fall asleep, be in the lazy river for an hour and a half. You know, like where you... The little corral where you can get out of the lazy river where people like leave tubes. She'd just wash up in there and just be passed out. And people would be like, Slady, all right? Like, you know, kids, like high school kids, like stepping over my mother to get out of the lazy river. Anyway, we were kids, eighth grade. Me and my best friend Dave and the two girls we were dating, and we went to this park. Probably throw Frisbee around or whatever. Who knows? And I don't know what. We decided, but we said, let's let's have a race, okay? To this day, 
neither of us have backed down from what happened in this race. And I'm going to tell you what happened, and he'll tell you. I'll give you his side of the story as well, but I'm going to tell you what happened. We were racing, and Dave, Dave, we both were somewhat fast, okay? We both played in the soccer team together, and our coaches ran the hell out of us. So, like, I was quick. Like, I could steal bases in baseball. You know what I'm saying? I could... I could run all day when we were playing soccer, and so could Dave. Dave ran track, and he he ran like the dash, like hundred yard dash and stuff. This was eighth grade though, and we like sprinted against each other. And he claims, now, I punched him. Okay, I just want to say that we know that he knows that that's not a problem. Who's here? What's up, dude? Yeah. I'll be out in a little bit, though, okay? What are you doing? You eat lunch yet? Oh, go. Love you. Can you shut that door, too, big guy? All the way. Thanks. This is what happens. <laughs> they just come in. They just come in whenever they want. You're recording still? Yeah, buddy. So I did punch him, and I punched him in the back. So he claims he was winning the race because I punched him in the back. But does he have a valid point? Yes, he has a valid point. But what happened was we were racing against each other, and he started, like, cutting me off, like, trying to run in front of me. Like, he was muscling me, and I can't just, what am I going to do, keep moving over this way? So I kind of had to lay back, and I was just like, I got so frustrated, I hit him in the back. And he's like, well, and I was telling him, like, I was winning. And he goes, how could you win? You punched me in the back. And I'm like, well, you're pushing me out of the goddamn way. Why wouldn't you just run straight? And I'd run straight. Still an issue. I remember getting into, like, my girlfriend at the time's parents picked us up. And, like, we didn't talk for a while. Doesn't matter. He did. Actually, he does listen to this podcast. Sub Double D. Hold on. Sorry. He does listen to this podcast. He and I, we had a lot of adventures together. I can't, some stories I just can't tell. I don't know what the statute of limitations are. Double D. I'll tell you the one great thing about him that I can tell. He would bring a piece of Trident gum to school every day. And he would rip it in half. And he would eat half of the gum from periods one through four. Then he'd have lunch, and then five through eight, he'd he'd chew on the second piece, second half of a piece of Trident. And I'd always stop by and be like, oh, let me get that other half. And he's like, I, I, I told you, Lawson, every day I eat one half. He got very, he was very specific about his gum chewing, and he was anal about it. Another thing we're missing out on right now because of this pandemic, baseball. I should be coaching baseball. I thought back to like, this is what I can remember of baseball. First, I played in the minors and and we played on these like, I don't ever remember T-ball. I don't ever remember it. I remember playing on this team. We had light blue shirts, although these might have been, we were also on a soccer team called the Arrows and those were light blue. So I don't know if those were them, but 
we I remember like playing baseball and there was a long a period of time that after school we would go to the YMCA. We get done with school, elementary school, bus would pick my brother and I up, we'd go to the Y and we'd stay there till my mom got home from work and then she'd come pick us up. And if we had baseball, she'd pick us up and then come to the game. But we were always the the two kids, we were on the same team that were a little late. And I didn't realize this till I'm telling you right now, but I had a kid on my team this year for five pitch. Everyone's like five and six. But we had one kid whose younger brother was four. And they put they allowed him to be in five pitch because, you know, it just makes it easier on the family. They're not going to two different practices, two different games. And that's probably what was going on with me and my brother. They were like, can you just put him on the same team so that this woman doesn't have to, like, lug around? That's what we were. So I was on that. And then I remember tryouts. So after that, you had tryouts. And I remember where they were. I don't remember how I did, but I remember going into majors. I went into majors. My brother, who was older, went into minors. We both made it to the town championship. His team lost. My team won. And then I was on that team for four years, nine to nine years old to like 12 or 13 on the Braves. So on the Braves. And then after that, we did, I think we did senior league. It was like a senior league you did like in like freshman and sophomore year. And then it was just like you playing high school baseball. Now, my high school be- baseball team was legit, okay? I mean legit. Our our town used to be a factory for baseball. We had two kids get drafted. One dude made it to the big leagues and played like parts of like seven seasons in the majors. Another dude got drafted. He got drafted in the first round too, that kid, Joey Vitiello. He got drafted first round, seventh overall. And then we had another guy who got drafted in the second round out of college. He played on my team. Then another dude that was D1 All-American at UMaine on my team, TJ. And then but my high school team, everyone played in everyone played in college. Every single kid that left that team played in college. I played in college. I never even started one game in high school. Not one. They would like put me in in later innings. I'll never forget we had this one game. Now, my one of my best friends ever back in the day for baseball, we played together all growing up. We played freshman ball together. He played varsity sophomore year. Then we were together junior, senior year. We played summer league teams together. Then we played against each other in college. But, like, when we were in high school, we would go, like, go to our coach's house at, like, 8 in the morning on a Saturday and we would go to his house. He'd give us the key to the batting cage, pick up balls, and we would go and we would just hit. We'd hit for like three hours. And then like other dudes knew we'd be there, so they'd stop by and you know, we'd do all this shit. So we're in a high school game. This guy on our team, I think it was Tim Flaherty, inside the park home run. We had a fence in right field and a fence in left, but center, it could go. I mean, there was an end, but like it was long and he got it over the center field's head and he came all the way home and everyone's high five and and i missed the high five and i got him right in the eye i poked his eye <clears throat> and he had to like stop and he couldn't see and he was like all blurry and i was just like oh and i put my head down but my boy bought parisi he was like fucking lost and you just hit him in the eye i'm like shut the fuck up shut. like i wasn't like i would get so embarrassed because i wasn't starting and I didn't like, you know, it was just like it tormented me. I'm like, I feel like I should be be able to play, but there was no room, and I guess I just wasn't good enough. And uh, 
and I was so embarrassed. And he started dying laughing. I was like, I just poked this dude's eye out after hitting it inside the park home run. Who wants to do that, dude? You want to poke the guy who just hit inside the park home run's eye out? No, you don't. I had some good moments in baseball, but I had a lot of embarrassing moments. This is how embarrassing. In college, we were not a good baseball team. We were not. And I was playing right field. Guy on third. Fly ball to me. Guy's going to be tagging up, right? I catch the ball. Guy's tagging up. And all you want to do as an outfielder is hose that dude. You want to throw a BB right to home, tag him out, and be like, yeah, I'm the guy who just did a double play from right field. No. I sailed this ball 20 feet over the catcher's head. And our catcher, who was really good, but he was just a fucking clown. Catchers, they're, they're, they're wired a little differently. You know what I mean? They're like hockey players. They're just wired a little differently. This kid threw his glove 20 feet in the air to try and knock the... Like, you would never... First of all, that would never happen on my high school team. Not even close. Yeah, people might sail a ball, and you're just like, well, what can you do? You know, like, you, you come up firing sometimes, and you just don't get the good, re- the best release point, and it's gone. Sometimes you just don't need to throw it that hard, okay? And this dude chucked, and all that glove chuck in the air does is accentuate the fact that I just sailed one over your head, guy. You know what I mean? Even when I had great moments... Even when I had great moments, I'd have my mom there. I remember I played left field this one game. I never played left. I always played right field in college. That was my spot. One game, I got moved over to left. My mom's sitting on the hill. There was this hill at our baseball field in college, and it was like that's where everyone sat. And she's sitting there, and she brought her friend up to this game one Saturday. First, it's like the third inning. Fly ball to me. I make the out. Second play, tailing away from me from a lefty. I get to it at the fence, like running, grab it, two outs. Third play of the game, guy rips a line drive that's like curving down a righty, and I come running in, dive layout, make the catch. And I'm like feeling amazing. And then my mother's in the stands and is like, way to go, Jason! And I'm like, oh, God, ma. You know what I mean? You don't want your ma yelling out. You want to just sit there and be like, yeah, I'm a fucking badass, dude. I'm a fucking badass, dude. How many people... Are kids... Do kids even sneak out anymore? They don't. They don't sneak out. They just FaceTime. They're fucking house partying right now. That's what they do. They don't even need to sneak out. They can just be on with their girl or their friends. We would sneak out. I remember sneaking out one, two, three, like four times. And one time I snuck out with a buddy to go to my girlfriend's house. And he was dating her best friend and they were together. And we I don't know how we planned it. And I'm just like, now that I think of it, like, could you imagine? I have two kids right now in eighth grade. So what are you, 14? Yeah, you're 14 in eighth grade. Eight years from now, I guess that's a ways away. But anyway, just think of it like imagine like just coming down to grab a glass of milk or a glass of water in the middle of the night and you go to your kid's room and he's not there. 
or he's having a sleepover with a buddy and they're both gone, you would go crazy. There's no way to get in touch with him. With what? No cell phone? We would sneak out, go all the way across town to go meet our girls just to do nothing, just to hang, just to hang out. Why were, what were we thinking? I remember one time I was dating this girl. This was eighth grade again. I don't know why I was sneaking out in eighth grade all the time. And we made plans to go meet in the middle. Like she lived on the other side of town. And we were like, yeah, let's go meet at this middle school this or a central school, which it is in the center of our town. And we'll go meet there underneath these this stairwell, eighth grade, summertime, middle of the night. I left my house, snuck around, because you're, like, diving behind bushes. Because, like, in my town, if someone sees someone, they're going to be like, what's that kid doing out? You're eighth grade. Got all the way there. She never showed up. You know, what are you going to do? I don't have a cell phone. There's no way to communicate. You just had to be like, yeah, you'll be there. I'll be there. No. And then I was like, yeah, what kind of girl? Who is going to sneak out and walk? I had to walk. That was probably, like, you know. Not a mile, but a little under a mile. For her, it was probably the same distance. It was probably the same. It was a small town. 0.8 miles? Just at 1 o'clock in the morning? No. That's not happening. And then what am I going to do? Walk her home? That's probably what I should have done. Road bikes. We didn't even ride bikes. I'm sitting there walking. <sighs> I think of it now, and I'm not in a small... That's what I always forget. I just keep trying to compare where I grew up to where I live now. It's just You just can't do that. It's just not happening. I did Boy Scouts until I was a sophomore in high school. Do kids still do that? Are there kids still in Boy Scouts when they're a sophomore? I don't know. I used to love that, baby. I love the Boy Scouts. How many Scouts we got out there? What are the other things that we're just not doing now? Going for ice cream. Like, summer's about to hit. And you could still go and get, like, a to-go ice cream, I guess. But, like, are you? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But... Getting an ice cream, that used to be the best. There was this ice cream shop in my town, and they did soft serve. The Dairy Dome. It was an old gas station. I think I've talked about it before. Converted into an ice cream shop. They sold it now, and now it's condos. got ripped down. It's disgusting. This is the main street in our town, and the condos are literally eight feet off the street. And you're like, who is coming out of their front door? On them? It doesn't make any sense. Greatest ice cream shop. And, like, only high school kids work there. So, like, that was a weekend thing. If you were out with your girl or your buddies, everybody at some point rolled by the Dairy Dome just to see who was there. You'd roll in. Your buddy would be working there. be clean up. Like, they would probably shut down around 10, 30, 11 or something like that. You'd roll in. You'd be like, what are you doing? Like, they're mopping and stuff. And you're like, oh. And you always kind of wanted that job. Because there was always cute girls working there and always cool dudes. You had friends there. They always had music on. You're like, what's the, I mean, why wouldn't you want to work here? You're just making ice cream for your friends ultimately. But they got worked. Like, they had to, like, mop up and mopping up. I worked down the street at a pizza place. You know what I mean? It was just like we had the pizza joint Friday nights. We worked Friday. I worked Friday nights at the pizza place. Actually, no, I didn't. I had marching band. I had Saturday nights at the pizza place, Sunday afternoons, Wednesday nights. I did Wednesday nights, 5 to 9, and then I did, I would go to soccer practice, go 5 to 9. Friday, I would go soccer to the Friday night football game. Saturday, I would do 5 to 12, 
That was my shift, 5 to midnight or 5 to 11. And then Sunday, 10 to 5. That was my shifts. Yeah. Did I flunk classes? Yeah, I flunked. How do you think? How does you wonder why, like, the kids that, like, you know how hard it is to, like, play a sport, play in, play in the band, have a job and get good grades and have friends? Get the fuck out of here, dude. It's not, that's just not something kids do anymore. Kids don't work anymore. I used to be my same buddy, Dave. I used to be, like, I would forget I had to work. And I'd just be at home watching TV, and he'd call me. He's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to work right now. And I'm like, all right, I'll be there in 20 minutes because I had to walk, you know, center of town, dude. I told you how long that is. 0.8 miles, bro. These are the good old days. These are the things I miss. These are the things we're all missing. We're not going out to ice cream places. We're not taking our kids to Boy Scouts. Kids aren't doing Boy Scouts. They're not doing anything. They can't do anything right now. My buddy the other day told me he was doing uh, a camping trip with his kid. So he set up a tent in the backyard, took her for a kayak ride in the marina, came back. They they had a fire pit, and they cooked their food, and then they slept out in the tent. That was like, they're like camping in their backyard. I'm like, that's great. I got to get a tent. I mean, I got to do that. I mean, why are we not? Why am I not sleeping out with them? I got to do that. I said last two weeks ago, I said I would get Chef Boyardee SpaghettiOs. Have not done that. Tent is something I need to get because I that's like something that we can do right now and it'll be dope as fuck. Gotta make sure I have pads of paper all over the place. Do you guys get tent? Now I need to do it. I'm probably gonna be scared. Falling asleep out there. I don't even have sleeping bags. We got one sleeping bag. Is there anything else you guys are missing or thinking about or doing that, like, we should all share? You know what I mean? Like, how about something you can share with us? We, You know what we did with our daughter? We, uh, She wrote letters to people. She wrote my mom, her friend TJ, who's in her class. I swear she just loves the kid because she – you get to – when I used to – she's done now. I mean, she's not going back to preschool. Um. But, like, you would show up and they, like, at the end of the day, if you get there at, like, 4.30, they go out to play till 5.30. And, like, we would usually pick her up around 5. And they had, like, a little area with tables and paper and you could color. And that's all she wanted to do. Like, there were days that you would get there and she'd just be sitting by herself reading a book. But, like, reading it, like, doing this. She'd be doing this. Like, reading like this. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm reading to... Like, she pretending that she was, like, reading to people. And there was no one with her. And I guess what happened was they shut her off from coloring. They're like, you color too much. It's too much coloring. You got to do some other stuff. Which is nice. They're challenging her at the same time. We're just like, all right, jeez, settle down. Um, But some days you get there and she'd be coloring. And she'd have, like, three kids around her. And they would all be asking her to draw stuff. Because she's pretty artistic. And she would just be telling them what to do. She's like, nope. Draw this. And then she would, and I'm like, I think she just loves this kid because she can tell him whatever the fuck she wants to do. She loves telling people what to do. She tells her brother what to do all the time. And I'm always like, dude, why are you just doing whatever she says? Like, tell her to, like, fucking chill out. But uh, he doesn't have that in him. You know what I mean? I love you guys. I'm going to wrap this one up because uh, 
I'm exhausted, and I still have a lot of writing to do today. But I just want to say, I continue to stay safe. Stay away from me, okay? Socially, stay away. Uh, social medially, stay close. I like having you guys around. Um, please continue to share the podcast, my uh, special on YouTube. I appreciate you guys doing that. And uh, I look forward to uh, life happening more so I have more to talk about. All right, you guys? I love you. Thanks so much.